1: Yeah, this is take but, three. Yeah. Two, two, two tragedies befell us. for uh, This is the cursed episode.
2: Should we get into our tragedies?
1: Yeah, all right. So, I actually... All right, so... um, <laughs> uh, Yesterday, when we tried this, I went into great detail. This time, I'm not going to bother... So we, uh, I was up there. I mean, I
2: encourage you to go into great detail about both.
1: Well, I'll get into why I'm not going into great detail in a second. So I, uh, I I was up there for a couple days and we recorded this episode and then like a bunch of talkovers. And then long story short, I was trying to clear up space on my hard drive and try to delete what I thought was a really big episode of, uh, Axe to Grinds, like Raw Files, and it was not It was it was our raw files of like hours and hours of us doing primo material um yeah. so felt bad it's all gone. felt pretty bad about that that was uh, and then the giants lost right after i saw a dog get run over it was like a, it was a fucking bad day you
2: saw a dog get run over
1: oh man i'll get into that so uh Good anyway God. so rough rough go and we're like all right well we just you know can do nothing but pick up the pieces so we'll just try and record right. as much of this as we can again um That's it. And then yesterday we tried to record again. And I hadn't... <laughs> like, I told you the story, and I told Gab the story both really briefly, but in this kind of like, well, what are you mm. going to do kind of way. I don't actually think I really processed that we lost everything until yesterday when we sat down, I told the story in great detail. And then we tried to casually recreate some of the content, which just made me feel terrible. And I had also botched a job feel, interview uh, like 20 yeah. minutes beforehand. And I just had Like, I... When's the last time I had a moment like that? I was, like, and punching um, duty for, like, a good 30 seconds. I thought about that,
2: because you had texted me afterwards when said, you know, basically, like, sorry, whatever. And I was like, you know, you're good for one of those every 10 years. And I remember during the Have Heart Tour, you had one of those, like, yeah <laughs> I'm going to punch a car windshield moments. Because it was just, like, not going, it wasn't, like, a fun, it was fun, but it just wasn't going well for us. And uh, it was just like hot and miserable, and the chemistry was weird. And we we both had our little meltdowns, but you had a a you, my I always have meltdowns that don't make sense. Like I'll just go for a walk and be mad. Go <laughs> you have like, totally but... lo- <laughs> yeah, you have a totally logical meltdown. That's like well, I can't fault him for that. And uh, <laughs> and that was about ten years ago. So yeah, that sounds right. I think you're yeah, one a decade. And that I didn't even think it was a uh, I've had I had that moment on Monday. When I was like, "Cause I'm coming to the end of my uh, unemployment."
3: Oh
1: shit! TikTok, TikTok. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And um, so I'm like, I might end up working in Hannaford. Can't wait, you know, like that kind of thing. Just like I need, I'm like, oh, I just I probably have to go into the lockbox a little bit.
1: I and, applied uh, to a job for the New York Yankees today. You should do the same. We should just live out our fucking George Costanza lives, fucking oh my God. being middle managers of the Yankees.
2: Wow, we had the office, we
1: could have, like, hey, oh, hey, here's, uh, you know. Just fucking throw uh, pitches from the mound, and you're like, oh, I, I got a few minutes, yeah, hang on one second, let's go down to, uh, let's go down to the field and fucking play ball.
2: So, here today to talk about, um, Jeff Tate is, is uh, Jabba Chamberlain. <laughs>
3: Thank God.
2: <laughs> Famous Yankee, Jabba Chamberlain. Oh. Do you remember Jabba Chamberlain? Oh, very much. You know, it was weird, because when I walked dogs in Albany for, uh a place that's owned by a person mm-hmm. that we both know, and it's fun and funny to think about. Um,
1: you talked about him on here. You talked I, about like almost fucking knocking him I out th- on here.
2: I talk about him threatening me on the street mm-hmm. because I quit to get another job.
0: <laughs> really
2: threatening <laughs>
1: guy. Like, Looks like fucking Shaggy from Scooby-Doo.
2: Yeah, I would have thrown him through a window. It would have been Charles Barkley. No question. Um, so, so uh, many people had dogs named Jabba. That's, That's one so thing annoying. I remember from that job. Yeah, it's just like how The Sopranos made every like guy in, like at at the time got like dad in his late thirties into like a Yankee wearing Yankee oh, shirt. Oh yeah, wearing, like dudes in Kansas wearing, City like,
1: were like, "Hey, you want some gabba Hey, do I hey, want what? Some gabagool?
2: Yeah, it was you ridiculous. Know you said? Even my father, who has every right to sound like that, and grew up in New York City and lived in New York City in the 50s, 60s, 70s, had every right to sound like that.
1: Didn't the, the sound like The good sense that. to sound like a uh, a straight hill person instead.
2: Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, he sounds like a, like a hill person with a New York accent. Yeah, it's really I good. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you go there, get the car and uh, go into the woods. Uh.
0: All right. I should call that. my
2: dad today for a commemorative uh, episode 196.
1: What's he doing today? I should call my dad
2: fucking nothing probably sitting on his ass playing with his remote control tanks it's so weird jesus be- christ because he has um a pension <laughs> and does nothing all day
1: i like that people like him are i can now reasonably assume that i'll just never outgrow toys though when i see people like your father playing with uh with like he loves them. remote control tanks cuz i assume then that means when i'm your father's age there's some going to be some kind of like I don't know PlayStation Nine Ultra Reality fucking biofeedback mechanism that I'm gonna be really into in my wheelchair. I'll be like, this is wonderful. I love this. <laughs> exactly.
2: No. Yeah. Totally. And it's totally okay. It's the same. My dad's a tinker. He loves to take things apart. And He's taking these things apart and putting them back together to make them quote unquote better.
1: I know that feeling.
2: It's like when I, it's like when I told Eric Beecher in high school, in like elementary school or middle school, middle school, when we were playing Pitfall because I really wanted to play. I was like, hey, if you fall into that pit, it gives you money. It's so foul. And then he fell in, and it didn't. It's the same thing with my dad. He's like, oh, if you rebuild, it'll last forever. I was like, you know what, dad, you're right.
1: I get it, though. You know what? You don't know until you've done it. Like, I know theoretically how this (sighs) microphone I'm speaking into works, but until I build this microphone, I don't know. I assume. It's not the same damn thing. And I've built microphones before Like that microphone you're using I have built a microphone sure. like that I can say with authority I know how that works This one, I can right. I can assume the principles are mostly the same But, yeah. yeah The reason why we bring it up
2: I am using a different microphone Yes because My voice isn't as sultry as it, as it
1: usually is Many tragedies uh, afoot right now That Many. one, that, thankfully not too big But uh, we left a, a crucial yeah. part of your signal chain At my mother's house we assume, I think we think. I,
2: did. I think I did. And um, it's uh, what makes the... Uh, well, we, we're a Shure brand. We use Shure microphones. Hello.
1: Thank you. Um, you waiting for that? Is the check in the mailbox or not? hasn't come yet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've been talking to our Shure rep and um, it's, it's looking pretty good. It'd be so cool I won't if we get
1: sponsorship from microphone brands, but then we would have to podcast wearing, like, racing gear, but it just had, like, Audio-Technica logos I, all over it.
2: I would wear a fucking... I would wear a short fucking overall bodysuit if it meant getting free mics and shit. That Sounds would be the, that would be amazing. I would definitely do that. I'll, I'll contact them and be like, here's how many people listen to us, and we can say that every time. Be like, be sure, but I, I have to make up my own terrible commercials like I do with Rhetoric Coffee. <laughs> oh,
3: man.
1: I think that that might be a hard sell. Rhetoric Coffee sure, only allows sure. it from the simple fact that they don't actually pay us anything. Like, you, you get some coffee every now and then. That's that's about it, which I think. Barter. Yo, trust, I love trade. I think that's fantastic. So,
2: uh, cool. That's great. We should find out some other brands to trade with. Maybe w- we'll just do, like, a mic
1: trade. I don't know what else I want in this world. Like, I just, there's, my wants are very few. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to be stuck in the rain. I do want good coffee. It. Um,. Yeah, I don't, I don't have many desire. I guess like I like nice clothes. I really like nice clothes. About, I applied to a bunch of about, clothes places yesterday. That? I might get into some some weird <laughs> shit. Like TJ Maxx. Yeah, TJ doing, Maxx doing the
2: shoes and doing the <clears> shoes and Marshalls.
1: Oh man, I haven't do uh, the shoes Marshalls. Uh, I haven't run in a long time. And then yesterday, after I had my weird little thing, I uh, yeah. I went out to run, and then I just ran again a little before we started this, and I'm. Um, I got that like that I haven't run in a minute like <laughs> like deep cough oh happening just cool. Anyway, oh, like yes, I'm going to work like, at Marshalls. It's like how
2: I feel when I climb a flight of stairs. Yes,
1: precisely the same. Awesome.
2: <laughs> Great. Glad we're on the same page here. Um, yeah, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling pretty good about my job prospects. Speaking of working at the Marshall shoe department. So Been interviewing more than ever.
1: I was Just gonna say walk us through. Any... We talked about one of your interviews briefly yesterday, but walk us through. Oh where my god!
2: At. Okay, so I interview at a place. Whatever. No, they might hire me, so I'm not going to say what it is. But it was a. I don't know if it was a time. I know, I laughed too. <laughs> it's probably not. Um, I know it was a. I don't know if it was a time-saving maneuver or what, but it was a weird like. Winner takes it all, of course. Winner takes it all type uh, interview where there was five people in a room, and then this power broker came in, wearing all types of expensive jewelry.
1: Love to know what this Albany dressed- power broker was his Fucking, we a fossil watch. I'm like, holy shit! Was, you must be a, you must be a millionaire. Kind of like,
2: yeah, no, it was like you know, definitely like flaunting it, and she was like. Okay, well, you know we do things a little bit differently here, and we're just going to kind of go around the room, and you have to sell yourself because this is a
1: job where this you is must... fucking foul. Whoa. Yeah, I would have kind and of been left like sell. sorry. It
2: was um, yeah, it was not. It was the old classic bait and switch where they were hiring for many positions, and they didn't tell me until I was already there. So I'm interviewing for one of five different positions, and they're just kind of feeling me out to see which one I'm good at. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just looking for something I can uh, say I can do. I'm just looking at this point. I'm just looking to say I work somewhere. Yeah, it, it feels good. It doesn't matter where. And, um, but it was like, I, I treated it like a game because it was me and two obvious, like, SUNY students in way over their head. And then a hyper-competitive but older, like, probably uh, late 50s, like, office lady. Nice. Who was, like, interviewing, like, like introducing herself to everybody. Her name is Sharon.
1: Passing out and cards. She's,
2: talking like this. she's from Clifton Park. Oof. And, um, you know, talking about the weather, shit like that. Like, the type of person I love slash hate to work with. Even <clears> though <throat> I love all the stories I get from this person. The person who, like, will only drink Keurig coffee. Yeah, of course. Like kind
1: of <laughs> There's a lot of those motherfuckers <laughs> like, up there. It's wild.
2: Yeah, a person who talks about how Starbucks is too burnt. And then, oh. then like... Well, I'm like, what about Keurig being too stale? And they're like, I don't know what you mean. Coffee doesn't go stale. And then you have that whole conversation. And you're like, okay, all right, fine. It's okay. You, know, you do know that people hike up and down mountains to get coffee. I know, right?
1: I find that shit so weird. Like, think about what a coffee bean has to go through to get to your cup of coffee. Honest to God, we should have a church built around things like coffee, like fucking, (laughs) thank you, God of coffee, for getting this bean around the fucking world so that I can drink it for, what, like a fraction of a penny per cup, you know? It's fucking insane.
2: It's awesome. Uh, And, uh, you know, Juan Valdez is right there and just like making sure people bring it and then... Sharon complains about it. Yeah, thanks. That's wild. I you was actually
1: as I ran, I was listening to a book on economics, and I we had just gotten to uh, like global price structures, one whatnot, which I always find really fascinating. But like, you know in any in any world that makes sense, in any world where you actually want equality for all people, a cup of coffee should be fourteen dollars. It just should. Right. But that's what you want, and what you say you want are just wildly different things. And I'll leave it up to you to have that crisis later in life. Totally fine. I would probably pay it. I mean, for a good would cup you... of coffee, there, there, I can put my money where my that mouth is. is. There is a cup of twenty dollars coffee in uh, in New York that I think, if I remember right, I think it like an animal has to eat it and then shit it out, or some some wild <laughs> shit like that, and then Love you, that. yeah. So uh, it does go. exist, and I will happily go if I think to if if I really need to have a, like a quest, which I should have more quests. Maybe that'll be my quest for tomorrow. <laughs> I was I was going to go to uh, my way down. I was going to go to the Met tomorrow. Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I felt like I was we surrounded are. by really modern things, and I wanted to just go look at old shit. But maybe I'll, maybe I'll go to the Met and I'll get a twenty dollar cup oh, of coffee, and then I will we, uh, drown myself.
2: Andrew, drown yourself. Very good. That's uh, I like ending with the yeah. suicide <laughs> joke. Yeah, just my, jump I, off
1: the fucking uh, jump off my... the bridge.
2: A lot of different bridges you could jump off of. I think the Verrazano would be a fine bridge to jump off Why don't of. And I think you, that a Uber driver...
1: I think you could jump off the Brooklyn, and I'll jump off the Manhattan. And, oh, Trump's fucking... Trump's tech just came oh through. Oh, my God! Oh, it's I can this happened. Trump! This
2: is a test. The National Emergency Wireless Alert. Okay, so your <laughs> phone works... <laughs> I don't care where you got it unless it's an Obama phone. I was gonna say,
1: this is much better than Obama's shameful emergency alert
2: system. You
3: know,
1: I heard from <laughs> re-
2: reputable sources that Obama phones did not get the presidential alert. This is what we're dealing with, folks.
1: This is actually fucking lame. Honestly, if I were Trump, I would have really just sent like a tweet style thing. To everyone's phone, yeah. Some obnoxious right. thing that you couldn't unsee. It would have been fucking wonderful. Like crooked Hillary never would have gotten this to you. Bah! you know, like Hillary. Damn it, Hillary never would have done it. Hillary would have never helped. You know what? Because that was such a straight up message, I'm not voting for Trump in 2020. How do you like that, huh? I hate it. <laughs> I said I'm not. I'm not. I am not. No, you
2: should. Oh, no, you oh, should. Fuck. oh my we should, god, we
1: are. We are Red for pilled. him.
2: We are for him. <laughs> Cap. <Did laughs> I, kinda, I love, I love. <laughs> you know, I wrote on our Twitter today, uh, our motto is really, like, I think, I just woke up this morning and I thought about podcasting today and everything, and I was like, our motto, in of all the podcast, of all the times we've done episodes, is like, we're not sure why it's funny, but it is. Yeah. Because we just watch and listen to shit that no one thinks it's funny, but when they come along on the drive with us when they pay the when they pay the toll and they sit down, oh, suddenly it's funny, like the loud music killer scenario loud music why killer, is that so funny? good so good, God, I want to like write him a letter and' just be like, "Holy shit, earlier a today as I
1: was uh cleaning up my uh my office, I decided I'm calling this the library, not the office, so I was cleaning up my library. <laughs> Um, and I, like like you do in any good library, I was watching uh, videos on YouTube of people who were like, am I being detained? And the cop's like, yeah, get out of the car. <laughs> yes, you are. You've got a gun. You, you uh, get out of the car. You're getting arrested. No, this
2: is an elaborate April Fool's joke, early or late, uh, late. <laughs> Super great. good. Super good. Am I being detained? I do like, on the other side... On the other side of the coin, I do like the sovereign citizen people who refuse to be detained.
1: Oh yeah, they're great. Well, that's the whole thing. It's just people yeah. trying to do that, but they're fucking they're flunking out, and as a result, getting arrested yeah. and like getting their cars towed and shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, the the uh, the cop who does nothing but lift weights and listen to Joe Rogan rips the door off your Toyota <laughs> Tercel and fucking puts you on the ground. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's terrible.
1: You're handcuffed. Like his knee is in your back, and he's talking to you about Nibiru, and uh, you just really should have just handed him your uh, your registration.
2: Yeah, that's it. Well, it's like the real reason why you didn't hand over
1: your registration is because you forgot to go to the DMV.
2: Pretty valid, I
3: think.
1: (laughs) I wonder how many of those people are like, "Fuck, I'm expired. I'd may as well fucking kick up a stink here." Speaking of of Nibiru. um, huh. Further, uh, further evidence points to Nibiru. They found a, a micro planet that is; it has an elongated orbit, but it's too elongated to make sense without it being carried along by something bigger that also has a, an elongated orbit. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing is they're calling the planet the Goblin, which I fucking love so much. Fucking love.
2: It's so good. Well, fuck fuck Uranus. Uranus rules. Yeah. But it's not a planet anymore. And Pluto, the Pluto is the one that isn't the planet well,
1: Since anymore. when is fuck Uranus Pluto. not a planet anymore? No, no, no. Pluto
2: is the one that's there like, they, found out. So they figured out it's actually the size of a softball and yeah. we've been fucking up the whole time. So now, yeah, Goblin.
1: The Goblin. The, the race. So good. Oh,
2: it's, you know, oh, in 10 years it's going to be the race to Goblin. Once the Earth becomes uninhabitable. Sort of. It's
1: pretty far out there, man. And I don't it's know. Like,
2: it's far. Hey, Goblin. Let's go to Goblin. Sounds like a cool bar. You can just Go there. Oh my god. Fuck. Is that Trump? Sorry about that.
1: <laughs> that was Trump
2: calling me.
1: How did you like my emergency uh, warning? Or were you warned?
2: Oh, you're doing it.
1: Yes, yes.
2: You were warned. Now I can text you. What if he's up late and he's like, "I'm going to try this out." What if he? It's like <laughs> he's had so like a bunch good. of cavassier. He's, like, drinking a little bit. He's, like, you know, he's, like, ah, you know what? You know that thing when you just, sit, you just lean into it where you're, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm the president. I was really stressed out about it, but, you know, it's fine. Every, like, every, like 70, 80% of the world fucking really doesn't like me at all. But it's I'm going to lean into it. It's fine. I'm you know impressed what it does? It he keeps, hasn't leaned makes, in more. Right. He's, like, you know what? If anything, it keeps, my, it keeps my nights quiet. Nobody wants to hang out with me.
1: It's fine. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs>
3: It's just and he just like,
1: calls Macron. What are you doing? Yeah. I just sent out an emergency right alert. Now? Do you are you, are you alert as well? <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to make sure everyone's alert. I
2: uh, sent you a
1: picture of my cock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Imagine Trump drunk on whatever expensive fucking Holy beer he's shit. got there.
1: Shit, Trump fucking airdrop dick pics the entire country. Yeah to the entire
2: f- it's a possibility <laughs> now it's easy to do when you're fucking drunk and trying to send DMs it's easy to do when you're drunk text and you wake up and you're like oh fuck but he's gonna do this on a, on a global scale it's gonna be amazing he's gonna be like thinking of you can't wait to see ya For it's 4.22am sent the entire world wakes up to Trump's fucking shrinky dink amazing fucking great what a country! What a world! right? Oh man! Yakov, wow! Yeah. Yakov Smirnoff was onto something. What that country?
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ! That but just... I have something that'll make you feel. You, you, you ever, you ever get like the reality egg kind of cracks a little bit around you? That just that just oh, happened. Poof! Yeah. No, anyway. I can't
2: believe that just happened while we were broadcasting. Beautiful. Good timing. Um, well, I have something that'll make you feel better. All right, because you know I know that being uh, being uh, un- unemployed or underemployed, as I like to say. To make myself feel better is hard. It's tough going. It is. It's, you know, thick soup. It's bad news. You know, it's it's worse than worse. It's worse than, well, it's, you know, it's worse. Whatever. Um, that's Trump again.
1: Like,
2: so, <laughs> Say, do you I, mean I, to Did that? you
1: find a job yet? I'm
2: like
3: fuck. <laughs> Fucking. I
2: hope, didn't, I hope you I hope you aren't offended that I sent that. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> send in that, like, I'm sorry text at 1130 a.m. that uh, she gets at brunch with her friends who are already laughing at your dick, uh, Oh, um, excellent. <laughs> but there's one thing that makes you feel better, to know that you're not alone and that there's many people on Earth who don't have a job right now, one of them being Ryan Van Wick. No! Yes, he's He was among. trying to get his
1: sister a job there, and she
2: was acting the oh. fool, god damn. Well, I'll just listen and learn about a minute long, and uh, he'll tell you all about
0: it.
3: Cubs, the Cubs clinched the um, playoffs just, cl- uh, clinched
1: the playoff spot yesterday. They were they actually started off actually hitting the ball pretty good, and, and then they intentionally blew it in the sixth inning. I mean, the ninth Wait. inning. Sorry, the Cubs were winning six to one, and then they intentionally blew it in the ninth inning. where it became, all of a sudden, it was tied at six to six. But the Cubs would eventually walk off in the tenth inning on a more single. Wait for it and then my mother's being a cunt because my job <laughs> let me go today <laughs> and it's because of a context that was ta- it was because of a word that it was because of a comment I made that was taken out of context um, I said uh, some people just get their fucking panties in a wad and don't know and don't know what the fuck they're talking mm, about so Red eventually Ryan. my mom uh, comes to me and says he says grab your stuff meet me in the break room and then so I did and he says well we're letting you go because he says we don't think this job's working out for you so eventually I had to fucking leave so now well, I don't like, even know what the hell getting I'm getting broken up
3: so, oh, nope. yeah. Yeah,
2: he started crying. Oh my you god! He started crying. Damn. Poor Ryan Van
1: Wick. Ryan Van Wick. I, I didn't. Him. I didn't know you felt feelings outside of well, like weird burst of anger.
2: <laughs> I can't believe you called his mother a cunt. It's terrible. Wow. You know, imagine Ryan in the in the cradle and all. all the, like all his mom's friends are coming over to see the baby. And they're like, Oh, we need to see the baby. Well, Ryan, what is he gonna do? Oh, maybe he'll be an engineer. Maybe he'll be a, maybe he'll be president. Ha 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 You know, like oh give me and then someone's like it'd be better than what we got now, George Bush. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, and then as like the years roll on, she slowly realizes that Ryan is a special boy. And that uh he likes to speak his mind and got that from his mama.
3: Yep. That's, Very much. Uh, <clears throat>
2: and then he ended up dating celebrities for a little while, which was really weird. And then that just sort of uh, fizzled out, and now he's he's on the skids. He's kicking rocks, leaning in doorways. He'll be all right.
1: I saw him well, I in said... uh, in Us Weekly with Drew Barrymore. So uh, Oh, my
2: God. I, I, it'll be okay. I, just, um, I just want to you know that um, I've been seeing Drew, uh, famous actress Drew Barrymore. I, you should know uh, for or from her role in Firestarter and uh, and other movies, um, and and ET as well. And I just well, want to let you know that my mother is a fucking cunt because she won't let me fly out to Los Angeles to see her this weekend. And uh, uh, Drew m- Mrs. Uh, I can call her Drew now. She's uh, very sad, and I, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose this relationship because I can't see her. <laughs> I can't make it to Indianapolis Airport. Oh,
3: man, then we have
2: a GoFundMe for uh, we have a GoFundMe for to get Ryan some tickets, some cheap tickets. I mean, let's not get crazy. he'll fly Frontier out there, but he'll get there. We talked about this in the lost a lost
1: episode, uh, but I oh, yeah. one of my dreams <clears throat> is to get uh, for our 2020 live election episode to get Ryan Van Wick and Raging Rob to be our on-ground correspondents for the, uh, it would for the probably live show. Take,
2: it would probably take uh, a day to get
1: both of them to probably. do it. Probably. Like, how much money would I have to offer? <laughs> Not that much, right? Like, all things like... 50 bucks. That, that might be extreme. I don't know. Like, Raging Rob will make 50 he, bucks fucking hauling liquid nitrogen over to the uh, yeah. to the fucking gas plant.
2: But He's like a trucker. He's, he's, he posts videos from his new truck. So, but we don't have to give him money, but Ryan Van Wick,
1: we probably need to give him like 50 bucks.
2: Well, I won't do it for less than $50. All right,
1: let me let me he get back to my dollar. people and uh, and see if that works yeah. for him.
2: you represent yourself, Ryan? Yes, or at the moment I do. I was dropped by creative artists. Uh, <laughs> international. Was,
1: my mother's being a cunt was, about it.
2: My mother's being a cunt. I was dropped by CAA <laughs> over the weekend. And no longer in the feature presentation with Reese withers <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little, uh, with the little English on the end. Louise, bone. I that's what all I really want to do. Is, all I, like, all I really want to do is, like, I get a house where I can put all my belongings, and um, leave my fucking mother's house. Wow, imagine. So, so he live with his mother.
1: Is that that? That's yeah, what we're supposed to pull um, from that.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, maybe he's crying because it's like rent was due a couple of days ago, and he's like, fuck. I said I said panties in a bunch at work and got fired.
1: Is that what he said My though? God. I th- I, th- I think that's that was his reaction to it. I don't think he said what he had said at work. Hmm. I don't know what we'll to ask. Probably said
2: something. I'm gonna guess racial. I although he's a left he's a lefty, so maybe not.
1: <laughs> I'm... I I'm, I am I'm more than ever convinced that if you want to find a fucking racist, find somebody who's like fucking Trump. Like it's uh that is that's the first thing you find when you start to fucking unpedal that beautiful flower. Like what? whoa, you feel fucking weird about people in the inner city. Holy shit.
2: Alright.
3: Oh, we'll fucking put a pin in fucking, that one.
1: I haven't been to
2: Indianapolis since I was a kid and it's good fucking reason. <laughs> Cause downtown uh, is fine, but when you get into the outskirts it's very scary. I'm getting a, l I'm getting a little too into this impression. I'm kinda of trying I'm starting to wreck it a little bit. Um, I, uh, I guess since we're on the topic of YouTube, we'll just have our, uh, Raging raw moment as in, get it out of the way. Fucking love him. The dude's, uh, sadly, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I know, you feel, <laughs> you, you feel a, like a strong way about it. I just, I think it's so fucking feel, funny.
2: <laughs> no, I don't feel a strong way. I think it's great. It's just that, um, it's, uh, scary because I think he's, uh, I think he's starting to lose it a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and. It's lost. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, and I'm like, okay, um. 'Cause his whole thing is like I can't find him. I mean, I'm trying to vamp here. Um, his whole thing is that he is like he's been working an awful lot. And he's also getting a lot more like people mad at him. So he's like, Well, so and so you know, and then he'll say their YouTube name and is like took a video with her penis out and then like ten minutes later he'll show a forty second video of the Bible. Just the cover of the Bible. Ah uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty weird. <laughs> But this video is the one that gave me some pause, you know, uh, some concern, because um, he's uh, he's uh, really
1: all over the place on this one. He's driving down the wrong side of the highway. Some sketchy
2: truck
0: hey, stop. Hey, you see that uh, Pete Carroll scum? You see what that is? That's a bunch of crows.
2: I'm watching these crows out here, because that's what you're gonna be doing on Sunday. You're gonna be crowing to me. He's talking about Pete Carroll on the season. Yeah, a I caught that. Here. Seahawks, hawks, crows.
1: What? No, they ain't hawks. They're fucking
2: crows. I'm, you get what I'm saying? Mm, I actually right.
1: have. I have no. I've lost the plot completely. No. Man,
3: a of them out here. There's
1: this dog in this How'd that go, by right the way? you just fucking going nuts, barking and barking. You probably great. can't see
3: him. There's a little uh, puppy uh, chihuahua or
0: puppy doverman or whatever in that damn dashboard. Of
1: the- he said doverman. I heard doverman. Like Dover, <laughs> like Dover Delaware.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's so bored driving a truck that he just he's uh but he's only has 20 views he's like yeah, I'm just letting you all know
1: that truck right there he's barking his ass off
2: <laughs> so many great things he was things
1: outside like, going nuts over these birds just a few minutes ago I
2: can't wait to get a sampler I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull so many crows samples out here
0: they had- you just missed it. There was a couple of them that uh, picked up a thing of food. There was a semi truck there. He threw out some food, and uh, the crows came out. And uh, what a, life. a couple
2: of them got some food.
1: And, I was just uh, thinking. Imagine what his funeral is going to be fire. like. and they just play this shit like on loop at his funeral? Because that's the only oh, documentation yeah. of his life that he has.
2: Because he doesn't ever talk about music, and he doesn't ever talk about pop culture at all. So I'm thinking he's that. Yeah, he was like a really quiet kid in high yeah, school. This is the kind of person that
1: pop culture doesn't really reach. It's just like no.
2: He's just like, I just like any music, whatever's on. Yeah, whatever's it, on, it, you know, as listen, as long as, as I'm froggy. fucking
1: owning the libs, I don't really care what you put on. It's fine. Yeah, as long as
2: I'm letting people know on a daily basis about how evil Killery is. <laughs> I don't care what Froggy 99.5 plays. I, I just,
1: just got an email saying that she's speaking at the 92nd Street Y, and I, like... And you said, And you said, why? Why? Yes, precisely. <laughs> why? What are you doing? It's fine. Hey, it's fine.
2: Listen.
1: you she can do the I'm going to forward this email to you, she... and you email you forward it to Rage and Rob, and we put a little commentary before uh, before each yeah. of the emails.
2: I'd be like, look, Rage and Rob, we uh, know that you're out there. You're one of the people at the forefront of the anti-Hillary campaign, hoping that she either goes to jail or dies. And we just want to let you know where she is, where she's located at the time because you have to speak in tactical terms like first responder mm-hmm. located and yeah. call your car a vehicle. <laughs> so I like uh they got the vehicle. Um the 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 uh individual was uh, detained. Like you can't just say oh the cops caught him in his uh, car.
1: What's your vector, Victor?
2: Yeah, what's your, what's your vector, Victor? Oh my god. Fucking naked gun. It was uh, an airplane plane. Same guy, same, dudes, we have same dude. We've clearance, Clarence. Clarence Clarence. It, I need... great movie <laughs> great movie do yourself a favor and watch airplane one uh, lots of racially insensitive jokes mm-hmm. per- per- perpetrated by Barbara Barbara Billingsley mm-hmm. she speaks jive to two black men
3: she's <laughs> like hold on
2: I got this I speak jive jump at a one no help jump even again no
3: help <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> I got you cut down on the cut low shit <clears throat> <laughs> oh man! Really funny, really good.
1: I just like, I just laughed and got dizzy. That's not good. That's not well, a yeah. great sign. Andrew,
2: the same thing happens to me all the time. What is wrong My with God. us? Jesus why? Christ! What is wrong with us? We're gonna die together.
1: Yeah, I just started taking same. a fuck ton of vitamin C since I. All right, so I. Oh, your blood. Um, um, on me. That's why. In Mexico, in January, I was swimming in the ocean. And I don't know what the fuck I did, but as I was swimming, you know, like full on ocean swimming style, uh, I did something in my elbow, like some sort of fucking ligament or tendon or some shit uh, got pulled. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. Not the end of the world. It's now October and that pain is still there. Comes in goes. It's Not uh, not always there. But uh, I was reading. I was just reading about how to because it seems like it's the kind of thing you need surgery for if it doesn't go away after a while. Uh, and I'm not trying to get surgery in my elbow, so I started to read on uh, different things that can uh, that can speed up the process. And apparently, uh, a lot of vitamin C doses help to uh, to fucking fix this kind of thing or, or make it a little less uh, less shitty. So that's what I got going on. A lot of vitamin C.
2: <clears throat> what about uh, what about a healthy masturbation regimen?
1: Um, as long as I use the other arm, I think it's fine.
2: I don't think there's such a thing as a healthy masturbation. I don't think it's healthy to do it that much.
1: Or at all, really. At all, that's I don't it. think it's
2: healthy. I don't think it's healthy. Like, can I just come out and say that? Like, I th- always think, like, whenever I, I, whenever I do it, which is, I'm not going to say how
1: much. No, yeah, you do don't it, do that.
2: Whenever I do it, I, I don't feel good after. I don't feel refreshed, you know? Like, it's not like I went for a nice run. Or, like, I, I walk two miles on the treadmill just just because, or really I lifted some <clears throat> weights. I don't feel like that. I'm all conflicted, mentally, physically, spiritually.
1: It's, uh... It's I, like, I read this somewhere once, and I don't know how true it is, never thought to look into it, but that, uh... Apes in the wilds don't masturbate, but once you put them in a cage, they do. Even if they're with other apes. Like, just something about being in captivity. Yes. Uh Fucking fires up that instinct, which is pretty that's, fascinating that's
2: you know there's a there's a band from louisville kentucky called king horse you should listen to called king horse stuff's not available on um
1: on uh, spotify no, i guess guess on what on i'm YouTube. not listening to then <laughs> oh
2: no it might be it might be there's a song called uh well there's a song <clears throat> called caged and the, the basically the chorus is you're not man enough to open this cage which oh, i always shit. thought was a great line that is good and I was like you're not man enough and I've said that a couple different times to people where I'm like you're not man enough to open this cage you know to like somebody who wants to fight me and then and then everybody laughs and then high fives and it's like the end of a chips episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's great it does bring me to my favorite thing to think about lately because sometimes I just like to sit and think about concepts just big concepts Marty you know,
2: Marty Balin getting beaten up at Ultima Marty
1: Balin getting his fucking ass whooped by Sonny Barger. Think about it a lot. Um, the the concept of own space of how much that goes on inside your brain is not like is not yours to control or not. It could be yours to own, but you're just like kind of seed it to people. Or like how much of your spiritual life or your fucking like mental health or whatnot you just give to somebody else. Like yeah, go ahead, man. That's that's fine. Yes. Like wow. it's always, I always go back to the idea of sitting at a stoplight at four in the morning when you can see no cars are coming, but you still fucking sit there anyway, because that space is fucking owned it's really weird, and when you see it in real life with people and you're like, oh shit, own Mm. space fucking upsetting
2: right, my god space is paramount
1: my god, uh oh we really were on to something. And Marty Balin fucking broke it, up, broke it wide open for no, us. Oh,
2: my God. No, it's totally... That's, I'm just saying it's like a good... Um, that's a really, really good observation that not a lot of people um, want to deal with. Never, no, definitely not. People love ownership. People love to open the cage, man. fucking hate that. People like to leave the cage open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing it down Open
1: Open cage Uh, Chips episode
2: Cake instead of cage What the fuck (laughs) is wrong with me? Open the cake (laughs) What is wrong with me? I wish I was dead that's it. What if we both died on the same day? What a fucking, wow, what a pain in the ass for our friends. Uh, oh my God, I would feel so, bo- it's not like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not assuming we'd have a dual funeral, like two caskets. <laughs>
1: oh no, like, definitely well, have them at the same time, but in different places, yeah. just far enough away that you couldn't go to both.
3: <laughs> oh, like yeah. I'd
1: have to have mine here, yeah. you'd have to have yours there, both from three oh, to four 30 on a single day.
2: Yeah, mine would be in Glen's Falls, New York. Perfect. So it'd be at re it'd be six hours away. It'd be like, hmm, then you have to pick, you know, choose. Uh, and then I would be looking down from heaven, you and I would mm-hmm. be like, Oh, I found you you know, it's like we're at the air I I always say imagine heaven is just a big airport, like when you're waiting in line and it just takes forever. And then Jesus, like,
1: that's hideous. Um, Fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, because that's what it reminds me of. It's like, well, you're supposed to wait to see where you're going. You don't have a ticket, but then they, you know, you go to the TSA agent who happens to have wings, which is fucking whatever that trip is. And then you're like, but he has, like, like attack vest on, like one of the, the, like, the angels. Heaven's angels, not hell's angels. Heaven's angels have has attack vest on and, like, a gun and a dog. They're like, oh, yeah, some bombings. We don't really want to talk about it, you know. And um, you're just waiting, and I find you. I'm like, hey, hey, what the fuck, man? Why would you die? And you're like, ah, you know, I uh, had too much vitamin C. And they're like, uh, how'd you die? I mean, I've obviously, you know, I'd be like, well, I, uh, you know, I'm all right, right I used to joke about driving to the Memorial Bridge, getting out and jumping off. Well, I died jerking off <laughs> instead. Oh, I lost you. Well, I'll just keep going. Yeah, that would that would be a weird trip. And then we'd look down. We have this opportunity because they give us like weird, like heaven iPads from a brand we've never seen. And then we're like look down, and we're like looking down on our funerals, and it's like, oh, fuck, nobody came. It's just a logistical nightmare. You're like, I got a bunch Nobody's here. I got a, few. A, a, a few. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> that dead. would be it too. That would so be it. <laughs> I have never been invited to a
1: wedding. Did you? Did you, did you know that? Uh, I didn't know that. I'm not. I'm not terribly surprised. I've only been invited to
3: two I
1: think and only one of them was really me like the other one was clearly I was Gab's plus one
2: right but fact, I, I there's another one coming up that I
1: am very very much just Gab's plus one to uh, oh, yeah. to attend yeah so
2: well I mean we have some friends who are getting married coming up so we'll see if we're invited we'll see if we're on the list and if not then uh, they'll be held to pay.
1: feels like a no right yeah
2: I can think of uh, yeah, I can think of one person who's getting married and planning their wedding as we speak.
1: Is that right? Oh, maybe I don't know this person. Fine. I don't
2: know. Oh, it's somebody who lives right across the street from me, who owns a calzone. Jesus. Uh, place. Yes, Jesus. That's wild.
1: <laughs> no, oh, I fucking <laughs> know. I, that's right. I forgot he's I getting know, married. I
2: live across the... Yes, you didn't know. My
1: God. No, yes, I kind of knew. I don't know. I fucking yeah. his his like well, once he started posting pictures of his like domestic turtles, I had to. I had to oh, cash okay. out I, I His life is really fun When it's chaotic But when it's just like Chilling and he's watching Six TVs on uh, On Sunday I fuck, uh, you know, I've been there You have to I, come up again Love the man I fucking I sent him the best But oh. uh, yeah He just He he, does, he doesn't make the top of like Cause I just wanna clown people All the time And it's just like It's Yeah it's a tough thing to clown So yeah it's, I do have no, to come up again I fucked up to... oh,
2: Look Look We're gonna go And I'm gonna take the mic And I'm gonna get drunk And I'm gonna Bring my own booze, Because I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking whatever they have. I'm yeah, that, my own, that my open drink.
1: bar is probably a fucking a, a bad scene, huh? I'm gonna bring my own
2: bottle of Cuddy Sark. We're gonna share <laughs> it, and we're gonna get we're gonna get asshole drunk, and we're gonna grab the mic and be like, you know what? I remember a time this fucker bragged about getting a blowjob, and I fall over. <laughs> 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 Imagine this could just okay, when I say that. Think of the whole scenario: me in an ill-fitting suit, and I've got like a, a wireless mic that's running out yep. of batteries. And white I say,
1: vest under the black suit for some reason, you know? Like, why? Yeah. Why would you do that? Oh yeah,
2: because I because I, I went to New Jack Swing the, the tailor, <laughs> and I got the I got like a shiny suit with like six buttons in the front. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> well, it's only sixty bucks for the rental, so whatever. Oh. But then I say, give me that mic. I got something to say. I love this guy. Well, on time. I heard him bragging about getting the blow job and then I fall over.
1: That'd be really good. Perfect.
2: And then I then I pop up and I was like, "It doesn't I'm just kidding. I'm not drunk." Because I think that me being drunk was the worst part of that. But no. It was the I introduced doubt.
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to say now every time you leave your house, getting daggers from his wife as you like go to get in your car just fucking, just, like, not even I outside she's looking lot. through the window with fucking with the dog dog wants to meet you but she's just looking through the window just shooting daggers at you
2: nah the dog I love the dog big dog mm-hmm. there was you a, know, a time
1: run... where you and I uh, uh, we talked about it mm. uh, on the podcast ran in and tried to break into his house but uh, couldn't do it <laughs> dog was real excited
2: I'm not sure he knows about that. He does listen, though, so maybe I'll just tell him ahead of time, hey, we just, there's a there's an interesting story waiting for
1: you. I saw an ad Speaking of interesting- uh, on on Craigslist for this old-timey locksmithing place, being like, do you want to learn how to be an old-timey locksmith like me? And I'm like, I kind of do, but I can't afford rent yeah. doing that, but I really want to. I might send an application to the students and be like, yo, I like picking locks. Can we can you just give me, like, I don't know, like 250 grand a year or some shit? We'll call it even. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. So, anyway. 250 grand yeah, a year. fuck it. Wow. You know, I mean, you I'll sm- be a really dedicated I fucking heard- locksmith then.
2: I heard on a podcast today, I was listening to a podcast called The Best Show, which is one of my favorite podcasts. It's been going on forever. Um, And uh, they talked about Astoria being, like, what Brooklyn was before greed took over. Have you ever thought about moving to a story, Andrew? I have not. No.
1: Like, it's I. A really, it's really far away, right? It's not that far away. It's just like. It's like three buses. Why am I trying to move to what Brooklyn was before greed took over? Brooklyn was a place where I wasn't, like, allowed to go before greed took over because, like, people just fucking punch <laughs> you in the eye. It's like, I'm good. I'm fine.
2: No, 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 Andrew. No, we're talking about, like, um. Like, when the strokes were big. Sure. That kind of thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Like, when there was, uh, there wasn't a ton of stuff going on, but you could still see a show every night because live music was king. And it was like Little Austin.
1: You know, maybe live music shouldn't be king. You know, maybe, uh, maybe time traveling isn't possible. Maybe you have to live in the present you're in, and maybe you take steps to make your present good as opposed to just rehashing the past and starting, like, a band that sounds like The Clash, why don't you make now good? <laughs> I don't understand. As a, wise why, man, why? as a
2: wise man once said, as a wise man want, named Andrew once said, who told you things
1: wouldn't change? Yeah, I, no one ever told me things wouldn't change. It's wild that people act so crazy when things are going to change, or
2: things have, are changing and they like are powerless powerless to stop them well like, that's oh, the my same thing I always say was right every
1: here. time you get into a conversation with one of these fucking bozos about anything broad there's always a they in the conversation it's always they took away the DIY spaces or they fucking yeah. they made me get a fucking $65,000 <laughs> gender studies degree that I can't use and they fucking they told me I have a job but then everyone's got tenure for fucking next 70 years and there's no jobs or, you know, they. they there's oh always God. a fucking they. Fuck you. This is going to be a
2: long. This is going to be a long episode because you just reminded me. I have to tell you about the most Albany thing that has ever happened in <laughs> I'm Albany.
1: I'm so excited. Are you ready? I, yeah, I was Are born. I was born okay. ready for the most Albany thing. Okay. There was, and
2: I'm not even going to use names, and I'm not going to use um, identifying. Things I'm sure. just going to say. There was a group of people who thought it was a keen idea. They're vegans. Uh, they thought it was a keen idea to move into an abandoned building. Um, so far, so good, you know. And uh, they moved in because they described it as a magical place where there was already spray paint on the walls. Ah, of course. No, no electricity to speak of. No running water. Or anything, but you know they got they they handled it. They got uh the <laughs> they ended up with an article
1: on the Times Union. The I'm local so happy this is what you're talking about because this yes. Sunday that you and I were supposed to uh, get together and record, and I wound up not doing that. I was at Gab's uncle's house looking at that article, wishing I was dead, <laughs> like, like wanting to put my head in the oven. So <laughs> I'm bad surprised we didn't talk about it. Is this article that? a friend from high school who I haven't talked to in probably three years texted me just the fucking article. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's really, really, really bad. In fact, I think uh, another friend of mine tweeted it at me, so if you want to read the article, uh, just go to my Twitter and look at my ads, and I'm sure you'll find it.
2: So a little backstory: These are the vegans that stand on my street corner right outside my house and play animal torture videos. Uh, while, during the, uh, like first night, stuff yep. like that. So people walk by and they're all grossed out and it's like, ah, oh, you know, like warms my cockles mm-hmm. It goes back to, harkens back to a simpler time where if you were straight edge or vegan, you'd have to let everyone know. Yeah. You got to fucking yeah. oh, wait, work oh, the wait, ADL table at the show. Wait, it's still
1: like that. Or if you're vegan, you have to let everyone know. It's almost like it's not about you're... being vegan as much as it's about mm. being understood as vegan. Yes, about
2: being uh, part of a popular uh, counter-cultural device,
1: and not so much about critters. Yeah, it's, it's not so much about owning your space as living in very fucking owned space. Anyway. <laughs> ah, yes, it's about realizing that all property is theft, and that <laughs> we will all die with nothing and nobody. You first, give me your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can I have that bass? Yeah. Oh, this is playing on an Apple TV? Well, I'm I'm taking this Apple TV.
2: I'm going to watch you get that. I'm going to watch you get a cup of coffee, and then I'm going to snatch it. Yeah.
1: Problem solved. No big deal.
2: There we go. Because I'm making money. uh, Not really the coolest thing you could do with your life, so I'm just going to chill. Anyway, (laughs) I'm just thinking of all the the squat logic that goes on, Uh, but... Okay, so these are the people who used to stand, like, almost like branched, like, they were, like, weird, like, not even branched Davidians. This was, like, Heaven's Gate, yep. you know, and they would stand, and they would sit there all sullen, but one time they were standing there with their heads bowed, and the the DVD menu kept playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to say, hey, you should press play again, but I didn't, and it was just the funniest thing for them, just standing there, like, bow at the altar of the DVD menu and it's and it's like a cheap homemade dvd so it's just like little thumbnails of what could be
1: it's when you fucking and like the, you uh you draw their attention and put the iron man dvd menu on instead
2: <laughs> exactly i put an under siege 2 <laughs> <laughs> like
1: i should actually i
2: should do a counter a counter protest across the street just showing robocop it's
1: great it's really you know, i'll like, go to that protest absolutely
2: but, yeah that would be great it'd just be like i'll just say bitches leave that's it <laughs> You know that the on un, the unrated X-rated uh, Robocop is streaming on Amazon right now.
1: No way, really? Yeah, I saw yeah, was it was on there. Oh man, I'm gonna watch that shit. All right, I'm gonna watch that oh, shit too. That's, that's great. Man, it's Amazon just, streaming of... really sucks. Really not good. But yeah. then w- the They'll things do something they have, like this, yeah, the things they have that are good are. Fucking awesome. I also do love that they're the home of, like, the Wingnut documentary. If you want to fall down like a fucking oh, wild yeah. asshole, then not a problem.
2: <laughs> I like falling down a wild asshole, if you know what I mean. yeah, I do. A wild asshole. Anyway, anyway. so
1: vegans. Sorry. My bad.
2: <laughs> so these are the vegans. And then we were like, oh, you know, what a what a charming in my neighborhood. It's just like, you know, that's just something you see. Because it's like people – my neighborhood is people who are over being weird – meeting with people who are still tr- tr- crawling, tr- climbing the weird ladder, trying to out-weird each other, and it's just a cacophony of fucking nonsense and no wonder everybody here drinks to complete drunkenness every
1: weekend. Yeah, no, yo, you're um, not weird. Nobody in Albany is weird, and if you think you're weird, somebody yeah. else is doing the same thing, you're doing a lot better somewhere better. That's it. And they're probably making money at yeah, it. Yeah, probably. So they're an influencer. You're out. a fucking a- homeless person. Ready. They're not the same. Yeah.
2: yeah. You, you, Those chords? Someone else already played them. So stop. <laughs> no one cares. Fucking a. Okay. No one cares. No one wants. No one wants here. Okay. So, so they all decided to move into a squat, and the paper covered it. Now I know I've lived in enough punk houses to know there's a certain loosey goosey element to living in a, in a house that maybe where maybe like there's more people than should be living there or you know you you know don't have like <laughs> the retaining wall you know. is
1: collapsing and uh, and yeah. people come in and out so, at all hours
2: so you have the notion of keep it chill under the radar as far as the landlord knows you live there on your own you're you work for Price Waterhouse Coopers I and mean, they never come by if you're
1: by. a squatter you shouldn't have a landlord am i wrong in that right well that's that's where I'm getting
2: to.
3: Ah, I so see. So it's
1: so you don't have a
2: landlord, no gods and no masters. It's some broken down fucking place that's about to fall down. So how could you fuck it up? Like how? Unless somebody saw you and you're in a neighborhood where people don't care. It's chill zone. Like there when this it's in, uh, in, in an affordable part of Albany. I was going to say which neighborhood is it? That's it's the uh it's the South End. South End. Yeah, I kind of figured so. as much. Okay. It's an affordable, affordable part of town, and these are people. I mean, everybody who lives there doesn't want any cop trouble. Nobody wants cop trouble, but they definitely don't want any cop trouble. No cops sniffing around, kicking down doors,
1: whatever. Now, that that so, part of Albany really does remind me of The Wire. It's like right, and not yeah. like, not like the cartoonish aspects of it. Just like the real, like yeah, you know, like rundown, <laughs> fucking keep your head the down B-roll style. Of yeah, Baltimore. yeah. It's yeah. it's a scene uh, down there.
2: So uh, for whatever reason. The Times Union does a story. Three days later, it gets <laughs> shut down.
1: <laughs> Wonder why? It's waiting for that.
2: Uh, yeah, it gets completely shut down, and then, like, I guess the people who live there just pieced. So, uh, yeah, word to the wise: if you live in a uh, semi-illegal uh, situation, maybe don't uh, answer the. Uh, you know, I think it was the. I think it was the reporter that actually snitched on them too, which is
1: really odd. Yeah,
2: but yeah. Because They're like, oh, you have, you know, there's a baby in the fridge. Maybe you know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's no baby in the so, fridge. Who's yet. uh, but it was
1: funny. Whose mother's house did they all go back to? I wonder <laughs> exactly.
2: Connecticut gained five <laughs> vegans <laughs> that night, um,
3: <laughs>
2: the, like Warwick, New York, like a rich suburb of New York City, they oh. gained four people that night, um. But it's, uh, no, it was, like, one of the most Albany things. I had to sit down after I read it. I was like, oh, this is so Albany. It fucking hurts. Like, God, <laughs> only in Albany will things just happen. Like, oh, yeah, it's a keen idea. Like, oh, if I if we put this article out, more people will want to move out of their comfort zones and into, into hellish squats where it's, like, becoming the coldest part. You know, it's becoming cold, so rodents are starting to... You have a condition that exterminators call rodentia, where... Rodents and mass will just invade structures, right? That's what you have right now. So why would you want to move into? <laughs> why would you want that to have? Why don't you have that happen? I, mean, I don't get it. But they don't think about that because they're vegans, and you know it's one world, man. That's what we, if if uh, hands across America taught taught me anything, it's that we live in one world, and there's everybody has two hands to give, and most people don't give either of them.
1: Some people give one. But these people gave both. Here's my question. So, <laughs> people have been squatting abandoned buildings and doing this fucking communal vegan life thing since the 60s. Mm. You know, probably before that, too, but, like, since the 60s, definitely since the 70s. When, when do you change tactics? Because clearly that's not working. And it's clear because find me the person that's been doing that since the 60s or since the 70s. Um,
2: We should go to the co-op. You can find a couple. Well, actually, no, because those are the people who live in, like, Western Mass. Absolutely. Travel. (laughs) These are people who I actually, some people who I uh, used to work with, who are like, we did all of our fighting in the 80s. We just want peace now. We just want, like, we want, like, bed peace. We want, like, we just don't want any trouble. Like, the kind of people who, like... If you're like waiting under a tree, like the perfect example, I was walking to get my hair cut the other day and it started raining like hell. And I stood under a tree. Cuz where else am I going to fucking go? Mm-hmm. And it was really it was real raining out, right? And I all of a sudden, I just kept seeing this little head pop up in the in the curtains in front of their home. And I'm standing on a city street in front of their house, they're just looking out, looking out. I kept looking like What's he doing standing there? And then I, I saw them I saw them look and then turn to talk to somebody else, and then another grey haired grey haired man looks out the other window, so now we're doing like a puppet show. <laughs> <laughs> and I just waved. And finally the guy comes out and he's like Just uh just seeing what's going on out here
1: and they were totally like Prius driving fucking hippies. Yep. Like pull that first like, pedal back, oh it seems like there's yeah. an unfortunate person outside on on our property.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, she's got the phone on nine one. Yeah, of course. Waiting to press one. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just waiting the rain out, man. It's, it's a pretty bad rainstorm, but doesn't seem like it'd be, you know, it'll last more than ten minutes. I just don't want to get all wet. And he's like, Well, all right, but uh, as soon as the rain ends, oh, okay. Uh, you know, but I was like, oh, no shit. No, i not, what do you think, I'm going to put up a tent? What do you think? I didn't get it. I was just, I didn't get it. And I was like, you're definitely like, you there's a purple beret hanging somewhere in your house.
1: Same you know, there's a, there's dude a, who spent all of 2017 telling everybody who would listen that we need okay. to allow refugees in. And then all of 2018 yep. being like, we need to find a place yes. for these kids at the border. How about your house? Not, <laughs> knock yourself out got plenty of room got a garage st- got a tree no problem how many can i put you down this was, this for was, this was literally not in my front
2: yard <laughs> like not in my front yard you can't wait to rain out here like he almost wanted me to move down to another tree yeah <laughs> it was so and he put on like he puts on like the patagonia jacket and comes out and he's like oh just make a scene what's going on here
1: hi you should have stabbed him like, that would have been just confirmed his worst fears yeah, I, <laughs> Just pull out a big knife and stab him in the stomach. say <laughs> hey, you, hey, you. I'm with him. Finally. Stab.
2: I'm with him. <laughs> I'm with him. We're going to do an uh, I'm with just... him
1: shirt and a uh, I don't believe women" shirt. And we'll just walk around Albany with those and go to yeah. J Street fucking games and, and see how that goes.
2: I, I wish Tim Kaine was president. <laughs> <for that concept. laughs> Be like You know, Hillary is a fool and, and Tim Kaine was the real, like a weird, like angry... Misdirected. You missed the boat, America. Anger. We should go. Wait, we went to we went to the mall. We went to J Street games. We did. We walked. We did, actually. I was going to ask them about Nazi shit, but then
1: I lost my steam. Yeah, no, we we found, that, what did we find? Riddick Bowe's boxing or <laughs> some shit. We like... did.
2: We found. And then, no, but then I ended up talking to the person working there about Riddick Bowe's boxing. Uh, They're like, oh. They're like, ah. Yeah. That was like 9,000 years before I was born. Yeah. I was like, hey, you remember Riddick Bowe versus Tyson? Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, talking about the '60s, let's get on fucking track here, man. God damn it. Talking about the '60s, Marty Balin died. Yep, that's uh, Marty. You say you say who was Marty Balin? Wow, well, fucked up. He played in the really uh, overrated, crummy
1: '60s band Jefferson Airplane,
2: and also had some minor hits. Yeah, they were they, shockingly the, uh, they
1: were playing Jefferson Airplane at uh, Attention Cafe today.
2: Oh my, of course Although which one was it? was it Well it's funny no you say that, that you Because
1: uh, Like I brought you to Attention Cafe Here which is pretty Attention-y But then yeah, yeah Next time you come here We gotta go to The real Like the fucking The realest real Attention Cafe Which is only a few Short blocks Further Um <laughs> It's I can't
2: wait It's Is that the one Is that the place wild. I drove by and beeped the horn When they were trying to film
1: No no That place also great <laughs> Um, That place was awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, this uh, this place is uh, super, super woke, so get ready for that next time you're down here. Oh, my God. Anyway, so they were playing it at the real Attention Cafe, like Attention Capital A Cafe.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of Jefferson Airplane now, I think that Marty Balin is most famous for getting his ass kicked
3: at the Altamont (laughs) Festival.
2: And if you'll indulge me, I'd like to listen to the sounds of him getting beaten this by kids. This is pool some
1: keys. of my favorite clip right here.
2: <laughs> you know what clip it is? Too. I hope it's one because uh, it goes it right. Of. It goes right to the end of the helicopters. You know that you know what I'm talking <laughs> about.
3: It's It's kind of weird up here. Yeah. Hey man, I'd like to mention that the Hells Angels just uh, smashed Marty Bellon in the face and knocked him out for a bit. I'd like to thank you for that. There's, uh, other ways. No! Do it. Do it. You, do I. Is this
2: our... I just want to say Grace Slick yeah, is like the most annoying throughout this whole you, thing. I'm
3: talking to, the people, my the talking to my people There I'm he is. You Fucking what's love
1: happening. him. You,
3: and what's happening. Happening. Hey!
1: Oh! No. No.
2: All <laughs> all all no! no! The sound of them getting beat up by pool kids. <laughs> A young Shell Silverstein getting the shit kicked no, out of him. <laughs>
1: We're partying like you! Jesus, I look so hard to find a caption clip of we're partying like you to, uh, yeah,
2: to post. Yeah, like... Hey man, you guys got <laughs> to stay on
3: the stage, man. They're not gonna hassle us, really. They're
2: not really that... really not This is uh, viewing the the end of a movement, yeah. like, in real time is amazing. You gotta
3: amazing. each other unless you intend love. Get weird, Shut up. You, fu- you sound like, like you're the 70 years old.
2: Grace, the don't worry about it. Nothing. In 13 years, so you will be flush with new cash. I'm saying, right? Writing new wave music. Not keep up. So don't worry about it. It's fine. But here's the best part Grateful Dead shows up and. <laughs>
0: That's what the story
3: is here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bummer. <You're> really <laughs> it's here. Who's doing all the beating?
1: Hells Angels. Hells Angels are doing beating on musicians? Marty got beat up. did
2: fight on the stage. Doesn't seem right here. Oh, it's it's so it really
1: good. weird, man. It's really oh, wow.
2: weird. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the <That's awesome>. druggie. <laughs> 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 That druggy. oh, man. I, w- I want to use that as a sample. Oh, man. The
1: best part of the you know, audio podcast is, like, right after that, they just show them, like, flying away in a helicopter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they get back on the chopper and leave. They showed up bo- they showed up ready to borrow Jefferson, Air- Jefferson Airplane's gear. Him and Phil Lesh, a very young, oh. uh, if you can imagine, good-looking Phil Lesh. And uh, kind of a spiffy-looking Jerry Garcia, like they're young men. You know, mid-twenties, and they're like, "Oh fuck. Whole world uh, ahead of I them. love how they just bailed, because they're obviously, like, already got paid for the show. And they're just like, all right, see ya. Yeah, it's been real. But this. But later on, if you watch the whole Altamont movie, later on, the stones take the stage, and then people start dying.
1: I it's love... Very there's one part in... I, I definitely talked about it on here. Uh, when the Rolling Stones are playing, that underlines just how Fucking totally like lawless that whole thing was, where they're playing a song, and in the middle of the song, a dog just walks across the stage. <laughs> it's I forgot about that. It's like just really no good. fucking rule of law at all. It's fucking wild.
2: Oh yeah, I remember playing a basement show in Richmond and a dog walked in, and I was like, I said, "What is this? The '60s?" And I referenced, <laughs> and it was reference to that. That's also where I got the name Turbo. Because there was a that, crusty named Turbo. That there.
1: sure was a show. God damn. It was. It's a punk dog. Yeah, he likes and then it. And they started
2: touching my guitar. Then they started. while in the middle of me playing, they started fretting on my guitar. It was amazing. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh Richmond, so good. Marty Balin also had a minor hit in 1981 with the song Hearts. And uh, I think you've heard this one before.
3: I don't know that. Because I
2: have. if you've if you've sat in a dentist's office or if you've if you've shopped at. Uh, Oh yeah! It's a great song. Lots of nice helicopter shots of uh, early 80s San Francisco, not completely built up. But it's also, the premise is that Marty Balin's in Alcatraz.
3: <laughs> Ugh.
2: He's been arrested probably for killing a Hell's Angel. And uh, he, they let him have a full-length poster of his girlfriend in the, uh, yeah. in the cell. It'd
1: be funny if he uh, he shares it with fucking Clint Eastwood.
2: That'd be great. Clint Eastwood walks in with his cock hanging out, <laughs> half-hard. Well, Marty. Like, you don't want to know what I You're going to
1: have to work on this for me.
2: You don't want to know what I just did. Uh. Oh, it looks like you just got done taking a piss, oh, I wish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> clean me up, Marty. I wish
2: it was, oh. was that simple in the big house. I need you to clean the I need to. I was just gonna say something so vile. <laughs> I need you to clean me up. Oh my god. So then Marty Balin. I'm gonna just gonna narrate this whole thing, I am okay. Uh he, he brings his guitar into bed with him. Oh. And pretends it's her. <laughs> oh and then it's then he falls asleep, and then he starts dreaming of them frolicking on the beach, including Marty Balin wearing a Speedo. Oh, really cool. And, but the uh, the specter of Alcatraz is looming over them as they share a glass of champagne.
1: As they're running down the beach, all of a sudden, Clint Eastwood's there, also in a Speedo. This is own space, Marty. You don't get to own this space. Marty. Clean me up. Marty. Marty.
2: property is theft. <laughs> She's mine now. Oh, wow! <laughs> Property is mighty. Property is theft. I give you. Ask yourself one question: Is he six inches or seven? I'm not sure. I don't think you want to find out. Clint, Clint, we, we were in jail a long time ago. I'm out. I'm clean. I'm, I'm straight. I'm, I'm trying to get my revive my music career.
3: Yeah.
2: Well,
1: I'm not. <laughs> I got used to
2: your cleanings.
1: this is basically the plot of grand theft auto 5 it's kind of
2: fascinating yeah pretty much it's great i got used to your cleanings and i well marty i can't live without you
3: ah
2: fuck jesus girlfriend has no idea why is he always here story yeah this is not a story like you know when i'd imagine to get out of he's in prison state prison right i'd imagine that when you get close enough to a partner, you start telling them jail stories. like, oh, okay, well, you know, I have something to tell you, and I hope it doesn't change the the makeup of our relationship. Um, you know, I hope love can somehow mend this, what I'm about to tell you. But I was in jail for murder. I uh, murdered a hell's angel who um, ended my, tried to end my music career and offended my friends, the Grateful Dead that's how he sees it yeah a little different (laughs) but what she doesn't tell him is that uh nightly you had to uh give Clint Eastwood a, a cleaning you know where I just was where is that Clint I was in the can I was in the john I uh I'm not feeling so clean right now uh marty balen's like staring staring at the floor staring at his, his tennis shoes He's like clint i uh i mean to talk to you about this i'm getting a little tired of uh what i'm getting let me finish i'm getting a little tired of doing this i mean it's been i've been six years yeah so
1: you've been trying to break out of here for six years i wish you would just break the fuck out already yeah. jesus yeah how many paper mache heads have i made you to fucking trick the guards yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, this all started with, you know, uh, I would give you clean-ins in exchange for tools to escape and get back to Jefferson Airplane so I can regain my fame and fortune. Well, yeah, I got a chance to listen to Jefferson Airplane, and uh, frankly, I don't think you're very good. Oh, fuck. Anyway, well, uh, yeah, so I just... So I just... have uh, been kind of stringing you along for six years, but we get out soon, right? You get out soon? Yeah, I didn't want to do my whole sentence, but yeah, if I can get out soon. Uh, me too. Maybe I'll see you on the streets.
1: You know, I'll visit great. you at home. Oh well. Where's Marty? Oh, you know him and Clint are just down in the man cave, just you know having a nice time. They they <laughs> yeah. really get along well. Realistically downstairs, Marty is yeah. uh, Marty's clean and hard.
3: <laughs> then
2: he's walking down the street and suddenly <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Hey, little
3: oh, you. how you feeling, Marty? Oh.
1: Clint, what are you doing at Bloomingdale's? I don't
3: understand. What you, well, you have, Bloomies? Uh, you still playing guitar? <laughs> you still playing the guitar?
2: Yes, I'm actually buying new, t- new clothes for our world tour. Oh, can I come with you? Quint? you've had a whole career. You were, you were the fucking, you were in the wild bunch. Come on, man, if I can revive my career, so can you. In fact, I just got a script for a wild new movie called Hamburger Hill.
1: Maybe that's what Clint Eastwood did between Dirty Harry 4 and Gran Torino. He just yeah, got his just fucking... Made, he, just, he just got cleaned.
2: He got his wrench polished. He just got oh, polished. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. By Marty Balin. <laughs> Who also just didn't have much going on. No. They were perfect mm. together. You know, love finds a way. God damn it. Love fucking definitely finds a way. Holy
1: shit. You owe it to yourself to live, Harry.
2: Marty, when are you coming back from tour, Marty. Clint, I said it's a world tour. I'm going to be gone for like a year. I'm getting tired of this touring. I don't think we're going. I don't think we're going to last. I, uh, you know, what I need you to do is uh, read my text <laughs> and call me back. <laughs> what was that? Did you read my text? Uh, text? Yeah. My your letter? It's,
3: eh, it's
1: 1987, Clint.
2: Yeah. Eh, whatever. Uh, no, I didn't read it. Okay. Read my text. Read my letter. And call me back. <clears throat> <laughs> he hangs up the phone. Jesus
1: oh, Christ.
2: Not getting his attention from the relationship he used to. Yeah, just, I, don't know those two, I don't know if those two kids are going to make it. Well, but then he's flush with cash because he co-wrote. Nothing's going to stop us now.
1: You know what will happen, though. Like, every time somebody in an older couple dies, a few <clears throat> weeks later, the other one goes. You know, they're just there. And that's well, it. Madeline so go next. Clint. I twenty bucks says within the next uh, next four weeks Clint Eastwood dies. Oh my God! In, and be in the back together. of my mind, I'm like, please God, please God, please God, please God let this happen, then, please. Let's. And then they'll be
2: in Heaven's Airport. Yeah, that's it. And Marty's like, thank God, I don't have to deal with Grace Slick. I don't have to deal with fucking calls about royalties. I don't have to deal with Clint Eastwood. And as soon as he says Clint Eastwood, hey Marty, guess who kicked the bucket? Me.
1: So it's going to be you and uh, me and Marty Balin and Clint Eastwood just fucking using our future iPads looking at our funerals.
2: That's it. Wait. Look. Oh my god. Look at Marty Balin and Clint Eastwood. But they're together. Know, they're it's... like sitting in those those airport chairs that are really too close together. They're sitting right next to each other.
1: I never would have expected oh, look.
2: that. Look. Oh my god. Look who. Hey, look. Hey, look who. Uh, look who showed up to your funeral, Clint. Ray Don Chong. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I loved her.
2: No, I mean, I mean, I uh, loved working with her. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I really like Gran Turismo. I didn't know I would be able to tell you that. <laughs> it's Gran Torino.
1: I've actually never seen that. I, yeah. Everybody tells me to watch it, and All I've right. just never watched
2: it. Everybody hasn't. Everybody has a racist grandpa. I don't need to watch a fucking two-hour movie about it.
1: I, whew, man, my my racist grandpa really. Uh... He, he went off one day in a, in a fucking hibachi place. My God. That <laughs> was a real in a scene. hibachi place? He was convinced that the Japanese killed his brother in World War II, but it was cle- clearly the Germans. Like, no question. Um, but he was German, so he was like, nah, it was the Japanese. Um, yeah, weird <laughs> scene. Weird fucking scene. But yeah, he was... Uh, his, his brain was going a little soft, and then my aunt, who he definitely, like, didn't get along with, who was, like, the precise opposite of him, uh, brought him to Hibachi for some reason and thought that would work. And what the,
2: did, the name of this place is Hibachi.
3: I
1: don't know what the name of the place was, but he, I mean... Dear Lord. They brought us to a Hibachi restaurant in Portland, Oregon. You know, it's just like... It's
3: just not... Oh it's God. not
1: gonna go well, and... It didn't. <laughs> it did not go well. It doesn't sound like it would go well. I mean, it was is interesting i guess but you know, it wasn't great all right what's he what like, uh, I, I, like I, I, it looks like you need a cleaning oh fuck jesus i was, I was gonna say i'm gonna pull the plug on this before this becomes my grandfather no. cleaning clint eastwood but there we go andrew
2: we can't we can't pull the plug we've got we've got <gasps> no questions we've got misconnections my god we can't this is our we haven't given our public or our people our uh an episode in a while so i think I think
1: uh, Are you saying because be I deleted more. seven hours of prime overnight drive content that uh, yeah. that we should extend this
2: just a little bit? <laughs> <Not because> of, <laughs> Let's not, do it. <laughs> not because of that reason. Hey, the only, uh, after how many ever, however many years we've been doing this. That's the first time that ever happened. Awesome. I'll take it. I'll take that. I take that as a W. A lot of lot of firsts lately. A lot of, first <clears throat> a lot um, of fun. Well, be, uh, yeah. Maybe there will be another. Oh first shit! How do I get the questions probably. now? Uh, That's in uh, uh, overnightdrive.com/ask. Uh,
1: that that I know, but for some reason I can't get. Oh, hang on one second.
2: Well, in uh, that uh, I will read uh, while you try to figure that out. I will read. I will read a few uh, misconnections. How about that? All right. And I am back. Go for and it. And to commemorate Marty Balin's death, I'm going to play Hearts instead of When Takes It All. Just this once. I hope you people don't mind. Oh, this is the video version, so it's all. You kind of look like a nerdy slash You've come into my work twice this week I thought you meant Marty Bailey I'm like, I don't
1: feel like that's true
3: Okay
2: (laughs) Once of your chatty femme friend And both times the guy with the dyed hair I'm spoopy and short Spoopy What? I doubt you'll see this since I don't think younger people Use misconnections anymore (laughs) But you're super cute And I kind of hope you want to come in again if you do see this, reply with where I work. Mm. Good mm, for you. Starbucks. Young people coming up, the youth. You know, a retro culture uh, hits everyone. And they're like, you remember Craigslist? Like, people are going on chat roulette again.
1: I mean, remember Craigslist? why isn't there an app that you can just see where you've been and see people that were also there that are like, oh, maybe I'll connect with this person? Like, why isn't there a Tinder, I... but for places you've been?
2: That's because that would end up being Tinder for cereal. That's <laughs> right, it's a valid point. All right. <laughs> looking for Beth Ann in Clifton Park. I'm looking for Beth Ann. I was friends with you. What voice? Okay, I'm gonna. I feel like doing a character
1: read. What voice do you want? Me I mean, use? do full North Country, but she's he's looking for someone named Beth Ann. All right.
2: All right. Full North Country. Okay. Do you want Do you want Hudson Falls? Do you want Queensbury? Do you want Guntz
1: Falls? Give me Lake Luzerne. All right. Well, (laughs) uh, I'm looking
2: for Beth Ann. I was friends with your younger brother, Jimmy, as well. We all used to hang at Duncan. It's been several years, I know. I hope you are well and that this finds you and you decide to contact me. If it's you, you should remember the white station wagon in parking lot near Mall in the snow. LOL, good times. (sighs) Or fumigating the wagon at Twin Lakes. Anyway, not looking for anything other than an email or a conversation. I live out less now, but you've been on my mind, and I thought I'd try and find you. Blessings from KW. Oh my god, so you can imagine? KW and Beth Ann fucking in the fumigation trailer. Fuck,
1: yeah, that's so dark. Why would you make somebody remember that?
2: Yeah, Beth Ann finally got over it. She's like... Like oh my god, I did I did fuck a guy at a condo complex in a fumigation wagon. Good god. Oh, and she fucked in the snow in a parking lot too. Did
1: you just say this Clifton like Park? That, yeah. I found a Beth Ann who uh, is 40 years old from Clifton Park. Uh, Ooh, should we get them together?
2: Nice. Whoa. Yes, we should. <laughs> we should definitely do an, a reply looking for Beth Ann I'd be like this is her
1: reply and and uh, uh, and, and say her uh, you mean Beth Ann and then the last name is which I'll edit out
2: <laughs> I should reply KW of course I remember you you really gave before we both passed out from that that bug stuff you really gave it, it. you really <laughs> it. you really you really giving it to me like it was the last day on earth of course I'll come see you wherever you are yeah.
3: I do and have syphilis
2: I do have syphilis, That's a problem, probably, and I, weirdly enough, I got it right around the time that we fucked in the fumigation trailer. Coincidence? Ugh, I don't know, but I do live in Twin Lakes now. Isn't life funny? That would be the, that would be the end. Isn't life funny? I do live in Twin Lakes now. Um, this one's called Girl in the Panzer Tank. This is, wow. this is somebody who's trying way too, yeah, I was hoping, because I did a bunch of these and didn't, um, this song is not good a bunch of times in a row. <laughs> Marty. Uh, I'm going to go to Michael McDonald. All right. Um, Old school school misconnections. I need you to clean me. But I'm also going to do it in my impression of Michael McDonald's speaking voice. Oh,
1: great. Perfect.
2: Girl in the Panzer tank. I was getting gas and I heard your tank pull up. When the lid popped up, to my surprise, a womanly figure in a bomber jacket—why and... do I keep singing? God damn it, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> when the lid—when the lid popped up, to my surprise,
3: <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Again.
2: When the lid popped up, to my surprise, a womanly figure in a bomber jacket and leggings hopped out. I instantly felt the connection. What? I'm pretty sure. Is this person a fucking brain tumor? Apparently, a tank with a cumbies or something. Sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were interested in me, too, although I couldn't really tell through your road goggles. I know this is a long shot, but I hope you see this, and we make sweet love in your tank. Oh, my God. Obviously, they've never seen the movie Fury. There's limited space to do anything. Damn. This is TJ
1: Maxx all I think that was a dream that you had. It was a
3: fever dream. Me? No, this guy.
1: guy. Oh, it's at Cumberland Farms and a tank pulled up. Oh, okay. All right,
2: here we go. TJ Maxx Albany. What should be my motivation for this one?
1: TJ Maxx Albany. All right. um...
3: I don't know, man. I'm fucking...
1: Albany people make me so sad. All right, you just got fired from Perfect Blend, and you're feeling like... You, you, for some reason, you've transfixed on it being about rich people, like fucking rich people. You know, I was just leaving TJ
2: Maxx in Westfield and uh, Westfield. OK, I guess they're in Massachusetts. OK, <clears throat> OK, mm-hmm. OK, my motivation. Perfect blend. Perfect blend in Delmar. Wow. Big shout out to the coffee place somebody goes to. You know, I was just leaving TJ Max in Westfield just before 2 p.m. And it's like we passed each other walking as you were approaching the front door. And I was leaving. It's like you want to make eye contact and you gave me a big smile, but I'm a white middle-aged male with a short beard and black glasses.
1: Get the fuck so out. So I'm not
2: sure what you were wearing. Oh my god, it's you.
1: Oh my god, it is. I did spend a lot of time yeah. in TJ Maxx. Holy shit. Holy shit. I'm not sure what you were
2: wearing. But you were <laughs> absolutely... But, but you, you know what? But you are absolutely beautiful. And you smelled incredible.
1: Thank you. Hell,
2: you may have even been married and you probably won't see this post, but I have to try. Good God, I hope you see this fucking post. And I is did. Is that, is that a good post? <laughs> that was post? really
1: good.
2: I went through all the emotions, like outrage, acceptance, you know. All right, just one more, because we asked a lot of questions. Um, people <clears throat> write stuff like this. Um, red, red Cadillac pumping gas, hourglass-shaped body behind me a <laughs> counter.
3: Hourglass.
2: I don't think that's a compliment. When you say somebody looks like an hourglass, that's weird. They're like, oh, you look deformed. You sit behind me in line. Like in line, spent, they spelled it like inline skates. Oh. Um. Okay. <laughs> you stood behind me in line and grabbed $20 in a newer style two-door red Cadillac. I definitely was staring over it. You seem like you were looking at me as well. Very beautiful hourglass-shaped figure. You pulled your band out of your hair and redid your hair at the pump. You better be careful, because you might go over $20 if you do that. White t-shirt with gray sort of jogging pants or lazy, comfortable
1: pants. You're fucking <laughs> killing fucking the game. Nice.
2: Mr. Blackwell over here. Again, um, oh, my God. Oh, the commercials ruin everything. White t-shirt, uh, like a dirty blonde shoulder-length hair. If any of this sounds familiar... Let me know. I like how oh people say if any of this sounds familiar. <laughs> Why? Oh, it is. Oh, my God. Well, Nick doesn't drive cattle.
1: You had, like, an hourglass-shaped figure. It was pretty okay. cool. I'm getting
3: you married stood... soon,
1: but, uh... Uh... uh.
2: You know, uh, you stood behind me in line and got $20. <laughs> and I knew, knew I saw that at No, I, uh... Cool. Did I, I do it as Sean duty You're
1: uh, stood behind me in line and, uh, he would I never, be, he would never be, although he would call somebody hourglass shaped. Yeah. That's that's very true. beautiful,
2: plump hourglass shaped figure. Very bookish. We gotta see good again, man. I'm coming down. I gotta come down. I All miss right. you. I miss good.
1: I just saw you and I miss you, man. That's friendship. I mean, <sighs> the, that trip maybe never happens. Maybe that was just in our mind. On paper, definitely didn't (laughs) happen. Certainly, yeah, no, that didn't work. Although my (laughs) bank account from fucking like eating at restaurants three meals a day seems to uh, to argue I was there.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, it was fine. I thought it was great, Um, and you know, it was a valuable lesson. And I think uh, it was a valuable lesson in maybe because by the time we did the Van Halen thing, we were totally cashed out.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is true. (laughs)
2: But it was funny anyway. Speaking of Van Halen, I went back to the original theme I song. heard it. I just got to read one more, and then we'll be going on. Is that all right? Jeez. All right. This one's just called Handsome Man. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm going to read this one because it's fucking gross. Blonde at assisted living.
3: Ugh,
1: fuck. Jesus.
2: To the beautiful... Uh, I'm going to read it like Sammy Hagar. Hey, man. Hey, guys. To the beautiful blonde working at an assisted living community in Westside. You stunned me. <laughs> your eyes are gorgeous and your tats are amazing. Oh my god. I would like very much to talk with you, but I can't even get myself to walk up to you. I know it's a long shot that you'd even look on here and see this, but if you do, email me, Sammy, and tell me what the sister living you work at. <laughs> I really hope one day I can see more of you in that hot red hot body, Cabo Wabo.
3: Oh my god.
1: That was a pretty good impression. It? That was a good impression. Fucking terrible source material. Jesus Christ.
2: How about I do that in the voice of every member of Van Halen? All right. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to do... Um, uh,
1: I'm really excited for when you get to that. Alex. You're like, uh, I'm just going to read it, I guess. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I'm going to do Eddie. Eddie. To the beautiful blonde working on an assisted <laughs> living facility in West Side. <laughs> You stunned me. Your eyes your eyes are gorgeous and your tats are amazing. That doesn't sound like Alex. Anymore. I could do Michael Anthony. To the beautiful blonde working at an assisted living facility in Westside. You stun me. Because he has a high part. <laughs> your eyes are gorgeous and your tats are amazing. Sammy, listen to this, man. I would like very much to talk with you, but I can't get myself to walk up to you. It sounds like a song. I know it's a long shot, but you'd even look on here and see this, but if you do, whoo, email me and tell me what living facility you work at, please. I really hope one... <laughs> I hope this is <laughs> Oh, man, can this be love? I think it's got what it takes. Man. i uh. will do Alex. So the beautiful blonde working on an social living Jesus facility. And well said you stand me um junior ice uh, gorgeous senior oh tech are um amazing we like very much to talk with you but I can't get myself to walk up to you of course um I, I it's a long shot I'm going to do, like to look on here and see this but it's oh my god it's not Alex Van no, <laughs> it's, no, Alan it's, Van it's Alan it's, it's different it's <laughs> Ryan Van Wick it's Ryan it's Alan Van Wick oh my god alright well that was Miss <clears throat> uh, wow, maybe wow last that's pretty impressive <laughs> thank you very much I like to think of myself as a master of voices,
1: so, although I'm no, I know I'm not. We're going to go into questions. We're going to segue really easily. Is it true, Sammy the Man Hagar wrote, "I can't drive 55 after getting a speeding ticket on the Northway"? One hundred percent true.
2: Is that right? I didn't know that he was on his. Way, he was on his way to a friend's wedding in Bolton Landing. He landed in Albany and fucking flew in a rental car. He was not driving a Ferrari, as much as he'd like to lead you to believe. Nor was he running from the police, but a. Uh, a uh, a smoky bear got him. Bolton and, uh, Landing,
1: how fucking weird! Not, not Bolton Landing, Lake Placid. Ah, okay, I was about to say, that makes a little more sense. Bolton Landing is a bizarre place to speed to. I like to
2: think he was on his way to the uh, Winter Olympics up there, but and he might have been the reason why they beat <laughs> Russia, the hockey team. Do you believe in miracles? Remember that?
1: Vaguely. I don't know. I, I don't, Al Michaels, one of the greatest sports goals of all time. I, th- 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 these are layers of things I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about the Olympics, winter or summer. Oh, I don't on, give a fuck man. about hockey. Dude, I don't dude. give a fuck about American-Russian relations. And I don't give a fuck about dude. things that people pretend are important. So that's like, that's like four dude. things I don't give a fuck about all smashed together. My God, Edgelord. I know. <laughs> it's, um, are you getting any new Cuddy from the podcast?
2: You know, I don't like to talk about my personal life in the podcast. That's I think that's yes. been established. <laughs> I hate to use that term because this person is fucking indelibly sweet. Um, and uh, so I will just uh, say I can either confirm nor deny that it's happening. And uh, yeah, that's it. This uh, this person uh, makes me feel things. Oh,
1: shit. And now, no, no. now but this anonymous asker has ruined it.
2: Now you'll now feel nothing. Now it's done. By now, I, I already feel nothing. I'm, now I'm going to call a prostitute. I'm over it.
1: All right. Perfect. Good. Good. Good I'm job, gonna anonymous. Call,
2: I'm, now I'm going to call one eight hundred blowjob. <laughs> and you know who's going to show up? Marty Balin. Marty Balin. My God! I no wonder you're dead.
1: Um. All right. I recently had a staff meeting at work about making the jump from a small business to a medium business and the amount of financial discipline <laughs> required to do so. Fascinating meeting. Jesus Christ. I'd um, fucking fall asleep immediately. I know. <laughs> it's uh, made me think, think of bands and music is, in a general sense. Does the drive think that concept slash discipline applies to bands rather than just a business expanding? Uh bands probably not so much uh labels yeah for sure
2: to the discipline does just because we i mean we would practice all the time and we when you'd go out of town it would be like i always say this it would be like the great equalizer it's like we were practiced for a long time we would just practice like two days a week three days a week and we were like you could tell that we were playing with bands that practiced twice a month and it was just like there was no there was no contest like, for a long time, we would just rock. We'd show up, shut up quick, and just, like, blow everybody away. It's interesting
1: we, to transition from that to I don't, I haven't practiced with self-defense in years. It just doesn't happen. We just show up, and we're like, <laughs> all right, is this going to work or it's not? And it works. It's nice. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you, but that and also illustrates the point. You, you, know, you do the grinding, and then it gets easier over time. So there you go.
3: Yeah,
1: so I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't think it applies to bands as much as labels, because like, l- no, like there's no there... point as a band where you're gonna run out of money and not be a band anymore. Right,
2: and if you try to run your band like a business, it's super evident. Yeah. Andrew and I have seen enough bands yeah. in our life, thousands of bands, to know <clears> if you try to run your band like a business, where you have like a ledger and like you have like people working for you, and you're at like you're on we- at like weekends level, and you have like laminates and shit like we want to do this official it's like you look so bad
1: <laughs> brutal brutal look brutal
2: like the and you can tell it's because that's the last The music is the last thing you worry about you're like we had to just do the look and we've we, we all went in and bought like a, bron- like a pretty new van with like a but we well, immediately put a bunch of stickers on it making it a moving target Um, yeah no no just just no. don't do that don't run your band like a business don't no.
1: yeah good 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 advice uh, I know Lungfish is a huge influence in you guys playing, or more so Andrew, because Hans left the band laughing at your expense. Um, no, let's I hear some more Lungfish more talk. I, they're my favorite band now, and Self Defense Family introduced me to them. I, I mean, I like Lungfish, but like, I don't think I've ever sat down and like, I've never like googled like Ooh, Lungfish live video or like, I there's probably <laughs> a Lungfish record I haven't listened to yet. You know, it's just it's, no, just not, how, it's not how not how my brain works
2: well Longfish to me is one of the best of all time and i agree with this person they're fucking great um i think that the album talking songs for walking is the best thing they ever did and that's i'm of me because i generally tend to ebb towards like bands later catalog than the earlier catalog but i think the song with the exception of the song love Love will ruin your mind uh, i think the entire um like this the early stuff like um talking songs for walking is uh yeah that's <clears throat> my favorite stuff and you should listen to it just listen to it and try to get it
1: try to keep up okay that's all i'm trying to say um i'm not gonna read this whole thing well i guess all right i will uh andrew with all your recording and sound knowledge why aren't you making asmr videos you've referenced in the past you should give it a go on a second note check out Falls finest zach asmr Dude wears the same chewed up hat and shines tactical flashlights into the camera and North Country shit. So, that second part, I'm way into. I would definitely fucking watch Zach ASMR. The first part, like, don't do things that have a shelf life. Like, ASMR is going to be like a thing we look back on in six years, being like, oh, cool. Like, it's going to be, um, it's going to be like the Macarena. (laughs) So, or like just, some shit like that, where it's like, Oh, yeah, I guess people did that at some point.
2: At its at its worst, it's terrible clickbait you like put on when you want to fall asleep, like box fan running for ten hours. But then at its best, it's this that dude that they talked about from Glens Falls. He said he chained he was fixing his car from the point of view of the car. <laughs> and it's like a three it's like a three hour video and it's the most relaxing shit. I watched it last night, I was like, Wow. All you hear is, like, just see this dude trying to fix the car, and you hear, like, the tink, the, the tinkering of uh, tools, but it's all from the point of view of the car. Crazy.
1: That sounds like a nightmare to me. I, I, I could not imagine <laughs> sitting through that.
2: <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what ASMR stands for, it's Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and it is uh, classified as an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. It has been compared with auditory tactile synesthesia. So, you all know what that means, so I don't have to explain it.
1: 70% of standing psychology uh, experiments that are retried don't replicate. I don't. I just. I'd like. Like I said, don't do things with an expiration date. Look for things in your life that have a no expiration date. You know where you find them? In the past. Yeah. That's it. You know?
2: I've been doing breathing exercises.
1: Yeah, it's sick. breathing. Fucking sh- will be around for a long time. <laughs> fucking this what do you shit, spend Not the, so much.
2: Well, here's something that's near and dear to both of our hearts. What do you spend the most money on
1: <laughs> lately? Not much. You know, I've I've uh, I've stopped buying fucking random shit on the internet as much as I used to until I uh, have a job. Um, Same honestly yeah I, I, when I have money coming in I got like Amazon boxes showing up here every other day it's fucking terrible I actually I, one of the best things about like not having a job is breaking that cycle um, the clutter yeah so I guess I don't know like right now like groceries that's probably what I spend the most money yeah. on
2: pretty much the same that and gas like car shit I had to get my oil Was 90
1: bucks that's about it Um, how much money would you do a strip tease for Probably no amount. No amount. I've done
2: one. I won the hot oh, body contest at Waterworks.
1: Very nice. Right. So yeah, no I'm amount saying. for me and no amount need totally opposite direction for you.
2: Yeah, no. I'm well it was like I was being urged on, but it was uh that was pretty much it, yeah. That's a weird question. Um, yeah, that is strange. <laughs> um Yeah, let's see here. Uh, I think you're up. We got a couple questions for you.
1: Um, Andrew, do you ever think that by pile driving that kid you made his life better? If his parents hadn't had to take him to the hospital then, it may have been way longer taken way longer to find out, and the kid likely would have to suffer a while longer. I don't think his parents took him to the hospital. <laughs> he just fucking just sat up and uh and cried and then that was it. But uh I'll 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 take that positive outlook. Maybe. Um Jesus Christ. Episode
2: one ninety four was an instant classic and brought such joy to my life. Thank you, and I hope you guys get to one thousand episodes. Uh no question. We'll get there. It might be we might be very old. I would say it'd
1: be be a minute. A couple years, I think,
2: if we really step it up. Um Man. Do I still listen to New Metal while I exercise? Uh no, I. Although I uh, last time I went to the gym, I listened to Prong, which was proto new metal. Remember Prong? Yes, I do. Snap your, snap your fingers, snap your neck. They were like members of Carnivore, I think. Right? Am I thinking of the right band? No, really, were they? Yeah, I think the the drummer was. Wow. Uh, oh yeah, I thought, pretty I weird, weird it, pedigree I, right there. At the time, I called it dance metal because <laughs> I think that's an apt <laughs> right. <laughs> it really is dance metal like it's just
1: that shit was so fucking so big in Albany it was so because Albany had this fucking weird culture like when we were coming up doing hardcore shit there was this like Albany was one of the last places for industrial music to die I don't even think it really did die it's still
2: like probably (laughs) still going there (laughs) a lot of vine tattoos or like a lot of vine tattoos wrapping, sw- wrapping their way all the way up your arm. Yeah. Starting at your fingertips, Ooh. and now you're like working at mobile.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, so this is. this is the logical fucking outgrowth of that.
2: It's a good fucking beat. It's a good fucking rhythm. Who the mm. Right?
3: <laughs> for this world and the memories that fall.
2: I was so into this. I don't even care. I was so into it. I I might go work out because I just listened to Snap or uh, Prong, not Snap. Snap wrote "You uh, Got the Power."
1: I got the power.
2: Wow! It's getting it's getting it's getting kind of hectic.
1: Um, (laughs) I don't know. None of these questions are really screaming at me, although no. Any wild Woodhull Hospital stories? Reading one-star Google Hmm. reviews right now to realizing it was the shithole I used to see every time I visited my friend up there. I live around the corner from Woodhull Hospital, so uh, I should have some stories, but I don't really. Although, I love it because when you go to that corner at night, there's always three people on the nod, like at the bus stop just straight up like probably just got out of the hospital from overdosing the first thing they do once they get out of there is go cop they don't even make it outside the fucking hospital <laughs> area and they're already fucking like already nodding out again they did just All open right. a starbucks there i'm really excited to go see what the bathroom in that situation is like fucking do
2: you, um do you know that the starbucks around here don't have codes
1: well, that's the thing. You're, no Starbucks has codes anymore after that situation in Philadelphia where those guys asked use the bathroom and end up getting arrested for their trouble. Um, oh yeah. So that's the beauty of that Starbucks in that they started to build it, and then that whole thing happens. And as it turns out, they now just have a Starbucks that is at like fucking like the epicenter of like heroin use in Brooklyn. Of course, has a Starbucks with an open bathroom now right there. Perfect. Well done.
2: <laughs> very nicely done boy i tell you hall of fame material i think in the next few weeks we should do some more segments about who's in our hall of fame because it's uh coming on 200 episodes that's a big deal and we've seen a lot shed a lot of blood sweat and tears and we've seen we met a lot of people and we have to decide who is on our mount rushmore the the and in the, in, in the, the inaugural duct, inductees to a
1: overnight drive hall of fame that's a lot of work i'm into it and i i, I like a lot of work. i like projects with a lot of work and no payout that's usually my uh that's my my speed
2: well, we we have our patreons and they are coming in we have a few new people a week which is really that is nice, nice. yeah appreciate that and uh uh um, to join in on the fun patreon dot com slash overnight drive you only need to give us a buck to start if you want to give us more awesome uh if you want to give us uh a lot we will send you some things, but you have to contact us. That's the thing, because this I'm not going to try and track you. Down.
1: <laughs> Such a weird do.
2: pitch. Um, no. <laughs> well, just, just write us and be like, hey, I gave you this much, so what do I get? And I'll say, you get the world, whatever you'd like. I have a lot of, I've accumulated a lot of uh, ephemera from our time. I can get anything from old mic cables and old mics oh, to shit. pages from pages uh from my uh, like show notes uh trivia things
1: you can frame things you can read um pictures uh all kinds of stuff i have nothing so i've got nothing to send anybody i've, I've gotten rid of everything in my life i have five shirts and that's, that's it true. that is a that is a sign of a suicidal ideation so <laughs> should we have a talk do you uh do you want the sonos speaker i have in my uh my office I just don't want yep. it anymore. You know, here you can have it. Here, Definitely. actually, you can have my, uh, you can have my computer too. It's fine. My iPad, if you want I'm it. Yeah, you can have my it. mic. I'm having it's... trouble with my mic. Yeah, can I
2: have um, your debit card?
1: Yeah, sure. What the fuck do I care? What do I need it for?
2: It's really cool. Can I have your <laughs> heater? <laughs> um, which one? You... Um, the one you're not going to use to blow your brain.
1: Ah, out. good, good call. I haven't decided which one. I got to figure it out. All right, no, that's too dark of a joke. We're not doing that one. No, no, because uh, <laughs> no, I know what'll happen is somebody about. will be like, yeah. "Hey, I know you were just joking, but I really like just hope you're okay." And I have to like go back and be like, "Yeah, I'm fucking fine. Everything, relax." Um, so yeah, fucking public service announcement. I'm not going to kill myself. Um,
2: See, yeah, it's weird when you say it because I say it all the time. People are really yes, like, uh, but um. But when you say it, it's like, oh, my God. That's what I mean. Literally. Like,
1: all of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit. All right. I'm going to oh, see if geez, things are I'm okay. I'm going to do it. The drive um, all
2: the way down there, and then I get there, and you're eating cereal on the couch. God damn it. I thought you were going to kill yourself. What? I, I was. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> I just wanted the attention of many people <laughs> thinking I'm dead. By, by vague booking, I'm going to kill myself. And then suddenly, vague people come booking. to the house, and I'm I'm just there. You know, I'm just there watching like TJ Hooker in my underwear. Like,
1: what and is like, vague well, booking a term? That's really funny. Vague booking is definitely a That's term. That's really or you're good. Like,
2: or you just just write on Facebook, "I'm done," yeah, and then see what people say. <laughs> I love it. I love vague booking. I'm glad. I'm glad I could turn you on to vague booking or vague tweeting, <laughs> or, or, or vague, vague tweeting is called subtweeting, and uh, Instagram doing it on Instagram. I think is just being it's just. You're just called a fucking idiot or a wingnut, um, but yeah, it's people would post like a post like a picture of like them or like a person or like a something, and then they're like, "Must be nice having a life like that," or "Life doesn't get any easier, does it?" This is and cool. Then, then you say nothing.
1: I've been off. Uh, I've been off on? Twitter and Instagram all week outside of, like, occasionally, like, responding when I get, like, an ad or some shit like that. As a result, I have... Because I don't... I ever watch news or anything. I have no fucking idea what uh, what's happening in the world. The only thing I know that's happening in the world, the only thing that's gotten through my net is... <laughs> I got an email today from the NRA that okay. is a picture of Oliver North oh my with God. the caption that says, we stand with Brett Kavanaugh.
2: <laughs> Why does that have to do with anything else?
1: I have no, and I didn't, I wouldn't go any further to like click and find out. I just saw that. And I'm, it was such a confusing conglomeration yeah. of things, but also a great, like I, I, I cannot in good conscience join the NRA despite the fact that, like, I'm an advocate for the Second Amendment just because of this fucking wacky bullshit. Like, it's so fucking crazy. Um, Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Oliver North, who, by every account, made things that made the entire world much less safe, is now trying to tell me to, like, stand with Brett Kavanaugh. So confused. So fucking weird. Um, So that's all I know. That's the only thing I know about the world right now, is that Oliver North and the NRA stand with with Brett Kavanaugh. So take that for what it's worth. That's your news report for this week.
2: uh, As a wise man once said, There's something wrong with the world today. (laughs) I don't know what it is. (laughs) Something wrong
1: with our eyes. Oh, man. Man. I guess I got to listen to that, huh? All right, cool. Um, uh, living
2: on the edge the Aerosmith version of right now. If you Not as good? yeah,
1: it very really is. If you uh if you watch closely, Joe Perry is hit by the train in uh in that scene.
2: Yeah, you know why?
1: He's living on the edge. He's living on the edge, but he's also mm-hmm. like the CGI hasn't really worked yet and he's actually yeah. struck by the train. Uh um, We spent
2: too much on this. We spent too much on the CGI. And it's like, they got a bad CGI, like, I really they didn't go to they exactly go to DreamWorks for that CGI. Yeah, but so,
1: there, yeah. there's some really weird really choices good? made in that video, too. There's a point where, a, <laughs> like, a creature from another world tears through a screen to scream living on the edge. Do you, do you remember this?
2: Yeah, after the boom, boom, boom. Yeah, there's, yeah,
1: like, reality breaks for a second, and, like, a Stephen King-style creature gets through and just tells you that you're living on the edge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you have to plug? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go watch Living on the Edge now. You're gonna watch um, RoboCop,
2: the X-rated version. Um, yes. Well, I'm also gonna uh, go to the gym
1: and it. actually like take care of myself. But I will. I don't know what the order is gonna be yet.
2: Well, um, I like to thank Aerosmith yeah. for making such great music that is never bad. No, I. Have, that's totally false the only really truly great song they did I think
1: yeah I mean this is a, this is a pretty good one there's one or two other really good ones out there
2: yeah you know who wrote this song Don Was <laughs> from Was or Not Was and
1: Tyler Perry the
2: guy who the guy who wrote Everybody Do the Dinosaur uh,
1: you know it's funny I did a uh, I did a Mixler set a few days ago and once I started yes, playing Mixler. Was Not Was uh, I, my listenership dropped like a stone
2: <laughs> yeah they're like, okay. Eh, that's good. Was. Fine. Yeah.
1: Um, what do you not have to plug this week?
2: I, uh, RhetoricCoffee.com. RhetoricCoffee.com. Our champions. Our friends from Oakland, California. Bringing you uh, delicious coffee. Every two weeks, subscription service. Uh, it's going to show up in your mailbox in a cool box that once, you're call, once the coffee's done, you can do whatever you want with. It's a great um, great thing, I think. They're, uh, it's cheap. It's good. Which is a combination that is hard to find. And uh, they have, and then to top it all off, the cherry on the ice cream. The cherry in your rum and coke is that they have a hand screen bag, professionally hand-done, one by one. And uh, it really tops it off. makes it cool, makes it interesting, and also it tastes good, so it's not a gimmick. RhetoricCoffee.com, coffee to your door, every two weeks... Whether or not you give a shit. There you are. I am so sitting there. I'm like, close. man, he's almost there. This is wild. Almost and then, there. There we are. I will. I will get closer to making a, a, a for real commercial one of these days. But I think that 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 saying is, is nice. Whatever.
1: Cool. Uh, nothing to plug. How about you, me. Life's uh, life's a gas. And uh, I hope take, it's going on. Right. Take take a lot of vitamin C.
2: That's take a could, lot of vitamin C. That's what I got. The See where you end up.
1: And see in vitamin C where you end up. Um, alright. Cool. We will be uh, back with 197. Getting so fucking close. So man, close. Yeah, it was,
2: We still haven't figured out what we're gonna do. At Classic Us, we'll figure out what, we, what we're gonna do uh, a
1: week before it happens. Yeah. So. Rema- I mean, we'll it, at this point, power power. I can just delete the episode six times until we get it right. Yeah. It's fine. Not a problem. Great.
2: No, I mean, yeah, it's the, the last episode. Uh, which will, you know, what we should record We should record the lost episode and tell people it's the lost episode and put it on Patreon, but it's not.
1: <laughs> oh, shit, that's pretty good. Um, we do have, so one of those things did survive, which was the talkover of uh, the Oklahoma City bombing, which I actually, listening back, I think might have been the worst of the entire weekend, and doesn't make uh, a lot of sense with the other stuff, so I don't think that's... Uh, I don't we think that's going to make out. it up there. If if anything, I'd want to re-record the Ruby Ridge stuff. Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll see.
2: We'll see what we can do. We'll see. We'll see what we're going to do. Until then, until next time, America.